And fourth, and maybe most important of all, because of the integrity of your publisher and ourselves, and our desire to give you the very finest self-development program available anywhere in the world today, this is a program you can trust. You won't find any exaggerated claims in the material. And beware of the promoters who might tell you that their program has over a million messages on each side of the tape, recorded in quadraphonic sound, that will change your life instantly, the way it changed theirs. Well, what has changed their lives the most is the money that they'll make from unsuspecting people who buy into exaggerated claims and questionable techniques. One of the primary unique features of these tapes is that they help you visualize and link into specific troublesome memories that need to be re-scripted in a positive way. We believe it's very important for you to activate these memories in order for the subliminals to foster a positive change in attitude, emotion, and behavior. That's why I'm so excited about this program. This is the one you've been asking for and waiting for. The one that I'm confident is the most validated and authenticated available today. And because Dr. Bazinski and I researched it, wrote it, narrated it, and teamed up with Glenn Pace, the finest audio technologist we could select to produce it and record it, and we found Brent Talent, one of the most gifted and versatile musicians and composers to create the special background music, we put our name on it. So sit back and relax and share with us this most incredible journey into the real world of the subliminal winner, and you'll discover the silent power of rescripting your mind for success through the preconscious process. You've been hearing a lot about subliminal audio and visual conditioning recently, so let's discuss what it really is and how it applies to your life today. The word subliminal means beneath the threshold of consciousness. Although you're unaware at the time, your brain is processing sound and images below your threshold of conscious awareness. You're listening to my voice right now at what we call the audible or supraliminal level. The sound intensity is about 50 to 70 decibels, with a decibel being a unit of sound that most humans are able to discern. When you take a hearing test, the measurements are taken in decibel levels and in frequency ranges. When you get up in the higher or louder levels, say from 100 up to 120 decibels, you're well above the threshold of pain and you risk permanent damage to your hearing. That's why listening to blasting stereo speakers at point-blank range or having the volume on your Walkman up too high on heavy metal music can result in permanent hearing loss over the long term. As you lower the sound intensity or volume and come down the decibel scale, you gradually pass from the supraliminal range or conscious range of hearing down into the subliminal range or unconscious range of hearing. Most of us can hear, although we're not conscious of it, from as low as about 30 decibels down to near zero decibels. Think of a thermometer in the winter that measures the lower temperatures as the reading dips toward zero. Our hearing is much the same, in that as we progress toward zero down the decibel scale, we're in the subliminal hearing threshold. The key concept here is that although we're not aware of the sound, we are still processing it, and when repeated often enough, we are recording it. You may have heard of the true account of the woman who was wheeled into the operating room to undergo some needed surgery. 
She was anesthetized, and the two surgeons flippantly remarked to each other as they scrubbed and put their gloves on and stood over their patient preparing for the operation. Well, we've got the great white whale today. Yeah, it's no wonder she's here with us today, not a minute too soon. This was the gist of the conversation. And I might remark here, this is not typical of professional surgeons or operating room staff. They who are truly professionals are far too ethical and dedicated to engage in this kind of idle chatter. But nonetheless, this pair did. After all, the woman was under the anesthesia, totally unconscious, and of course, couldn't hear a derogatory word they were saying. Well, the operation was a success, but the patient was slow in recovering and also began to suffer from anxiety and depression. When asked by her own physician's nurse what was bothering her, she finally cried and blurted out, I don't trust what those surgeons did to me. They made fun of me in the operating room. I've never been so humiliated in all of my life. Well, neither she nor the surgeons had known.